is you. Lies like you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you can't own a business, and you definitely will never make more than you did in your old corporate job. Get ready to be proactive, passionate, productive, and oh so profitable in a way you've never before experienced by opening your eyes to the big fat lies. Now, here's the host of Big Fat Lies, business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. Oh my goodness, you guys. Welcome to Big Fat Lies. Today's topic is so freaking juicy. <laughs> I was playing with the topic. I was like, okay, well, what do I really want to facilitate here today? So today's topic is called I'm Sorry and Other Big Fat Lies. As we head into the holiday season, oh my goodness, there's going to be so much relationship stuff coming up. And, you know, being a business coach, you know, sometimes people come in and they're like, oh, I'm not making any money. Help me make more money in my business. Or I'm really having trouble with the systems in my business. Or I'm really having trouble with like the client journey in my business. And as we look at it, it really becomes about relationships. And so today on Big Fat Lies, I'm going to be offering three strategies for you to be able to really take charge of the situation with your relationships in a way that actually works for you and really start to enjoy the relationships that you're here to enjoy and, you know, have a new perspective on the relationships that maybe you'll never enjoy those relationships. Maybe they'll always be a little bit rocky. Maybe you actually need to give yourself permission to know that the big fat lie is that the relationship could heal itself. So that's why you're going to want to stick around for this big fat lies. If you're watching live on the radio right now and you want to join me in the recording studio and ask any questions, you are so welcome to do that. Just find the chat room tab and jump in. And uh, you can ask any questions in the chat. I'm monitoring the chat in between the segments. I'm just like switching back and forth between you guys and the chat. Uh, so if you are really looking for some, maybe some healing heading into the holiday season so that, you know, the people that bother you that you have to spend time with, or you feel like you have to spend time with, then maybe I can offer you some gems today on the show. So if this is the first time that you tuned into Big Fat Lies, my name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis, and I have been annoyingly, annoyingly aware of the Big Fat Lies that people tell themselves that stop them from being happy, stop them from being profitable, stop them from being wealthy, stop them from being in their true talents, and actually stop them from being the bright, shiny beacons that they came here to be. And so, yeah, that's been around for a really long time. I remember being a tiny little person and, you know, just being so aware. I'm like, oh my goodness, why is that person doing that again? Every time they do that, they feel sad. Or why is that person spending so much time with that other person that can't stand them? You know, so I've always been a really aware being. And so I just get messages 
And so it's so cool. You know, I would say in the last five years, people have realized again that people who get messages from the universe, get messages from people's ancestors, get messages from the land, you know, get messages from people's businesses and financial flows are actually a valuable product instead of being a kook. I'm being a kook. It doesn't really bother me, but I also can't stand it when I see you flailing in your life and business and you're not doing anything about it. You're not actually getting help, whether it's from me or from some other business coach. If you don't know what it is that you would love to be doing in your business and you know you really have a disconnect between your talents and what it is that you're doing in your business, then a conversation with me might be a valuable thing to have. And so that's what I do. I connect people with their talents in my business coaching practice. And then you're probably thinking, why does she call herself a shaman? She doesn't really look like a shaman. Well, guess what? Shamans come in all shapes and sizes, genders and ethnicities. And so wherever you are on the earth, someone who's deeply connected to the earth and can receive messages from the earth is a shaman. So I remember the first time somebody told me I was a shaman. Um, it was actually in my numerology. I didn't even know what that word shaman is. I was like, well, that's weird. I don't even know what that means. And I had a huge extensive numerology reading done. And the word shaman was in there. I have the master number 77. And so it did take me a long time to grow into it. <laughs> so here I am. I'm growing into it. And then also the word seer. Well, I just see things and I hear things and I get movies and I get videos and I get songs for you. And, you know, I get things that you need for your business just ahead when you need to have it for your business or I may have it, you know, for years and years. And I'm like, okay, well, I took a course from this person or I got this information. And so I just pass it along to you. And so what kind of results do I get? I get some extraordinary results. It's really, really common for my clients who work with me to get their system so organized that they double their income or create new sources of income or, you know, just sort of get it together because they have so much support. So why do I want to talk about big fat lies? talk about the big fat lie called I'm sorry. Well, guess what, guys, I grew up in a really toxic family where people were like doing all sorts of crazy ass shit to one another. And when they said sorry, they didn't actually mean they were sorry. They meant I'm sorry, you're bothering me about this. I'm sorry, you're so offended by this thing that I wanted to do that you had to come along to, and then you got injured by, you know, so mostly they were saying, I'm sorry to absolve themselves of the thing that they did that was offensive to you or injurious to you. They didn't actually care about you. And so I want to have this conversation with you guys. Like how many times do you allow people to say, I'm sorry to you? Do you keep track of the times that they say they're sorry to you? Do you keep track sort of of the times where they said, I'm sorry? Like how many times are they allowed to say, I'm sorry? And you're like, oh, okay, well, they said they're sorry. So I guess that's okay. 
Well, if they keep saying they're sorry about the same thing that you've been very, very, very specific about them not doing, then what do you make that mean about you? Are you the type of person that just lets people walk all over you? And if you are, then what if that's not wrong? What if that's just an observation? You're like, well, shit, I am the type of person that lets people walk all over me. And what am I going to do about it now is such a great question to ask. You know, it's like, what am I going to do about that now? Okay, I've observed you know, I'm just pretending I'm you, but also this is, has been true of me in this lifetime. I've observed that some people, when they say, don't do that, people are just like, well, I better never do that again. And when people like me say, well, don't do that again, people are like, oh, well, she doesn't uh, really mean that. <laughs> Isn't that so awesome? To know that there may be something in the way you be on this planet, like your being, there might be something in your being that allows people to, you know, just think that they can do whatever the heck they want to you. And so I have been in a year long immersion with something called human design. And so there's a bunch of different energy types. And so depending on your energy type, you may be perceived differently. My energy type is a generator. I'm actually a manifesting generator, which is a subtype of generators. And so generators have this aura that's kind of like a magnet. It, um, and it's all sort of all encompassing. It's like, come on over, come on over. It's just like a really nice relaxed aura people actually feel and have told me in my lifetime uh, that you know what Jennifer when I spend time with you when I talk to you when I ask you questions about my life I just feel better and I've noticed that with myself even before I knew about these energy types even before I was doing uh, business coaching I noticed it in my regular day-to-day -day work like it's so interesting. Every job I've ever had, I've had it for like three to six months. And then they were like throwing trainees at me because I don't know, for some reason, it was just easy for me to figure out the process of the job that I was doing. And then, you know, they were like, well, Jennifer knows what she's doing. Let's give her trainees. And then also I would have people, you know, just like you know, come and like knock on my door and bust into my office. And can I just talk to you for five minutes? And uh, obviously, I'm just a born coach. <laughs> so have a look at that. You may actually want to go check out what aura type that you have. So you can reach out to me and um, ask me where do I find that information. And or you can just go onto Google and Google, uh, you know, free human design chart. You do need to know what your exact birth time is and your exact birth date. And so sometimes people know what their birth date is, but they don't know what their birth time is. So you're going to have to ask your family members and see if anybody remembers what time of day you were born. If you don't know what time of day you were born, there is a more advanced way to find out what time you're of day you were born, but that's uh, something that you're going to have to reach out to me for. So what else do I want to talk about 
at the beginning of this, I actually want to talk to you about how it erodes our sense of being when we allow ourselves to have someone um, say they're sorry to us. And, you know, it's for the same thing over and over again, and how it can really, really affect your self-esteem. And so are they going to stop saying they're sorry first? Or are you going to start to step up and become the person that people know that they actually have to behave themselves around you? And so is this something you're going to be able to do overnight? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. How many years have you had people say, I'm sorry, and they don't change their behavior. They just keep you know, stepping on your toes and stepping on your toes and stepping on your toes. So the very first thing that I'm going to recommend to you is to start to keep like without judging the shit out of yourself, start to keep a record for yourself, like maybe even just grab a little journal and have it be where you have an alarm going off on your phone. You know, everybody's got a smartphone these days. So you can have an alarm going off on your phone. Why don't you make it at like a magic angel number, like 333, um, where you sit down and you pull out that little journal and you ask yourself, hey, did anybody tell me they're sorry today? Or did anybody step on my toes today? And you might originally feel quite passionate about it. You're like, God, people are such jerks. You know, this person said they were sorry to me and I totally know they didn't mean it. And this person said they were sorry to me and I totally know they didn't mean it either. And just like write that stuff down and get it out of your energy field. So just get it on a piece of paper and get it out of your energy field. So we have like one minute left before the break. Uh, Keisha's telling me I've got one minute. So um, just have one thing left before we go for our first break. I've got two more juicy tools that I'm going to share with you. And so and also some stuff that's coming up. Uh, and I'm also going to introduce uh, next week's TV show, which is called I'm Not Dramatic. <laughs> I just flipped my hair for those of you who are watch or listening on live radio. Uh, so that's going to be next week's show. So I do have a couple of more tools to share with you. Uh, we're heading into the break pretty quickly quick here. But before we go into the break, I just want to remind you that the human mind actually protects itself. And so if you start to keep a record of the times that people have said they're sorry, what it will do is it will give you the impetus to start to make changes in your life and open your eyes to the big fat lies. So we're heading into our break now. Join us after the break, you guys, on Big Fat Lies. My name is Jennifer Kramer-Lewis. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer-Lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. 
Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to Jennifer at jennifercramerlewis.com. Well, we are back for our second segment. So before the break, I was talking to you about how the human mind protects itself. And so you may notice that there are parts of your life that you're like, was I even alive? <laughs> was I even alive? I don't remember the, an entire month. I don't remember an entire segment of my life. And so the human mind, if you look it up, I don't have the research handy, but you can probably just even Google, how does the human mind protect itself? Well, if you are in fight or flight, what happens is the blood drains out of your brain and into your arms and into your legs, and it allows you to run away from whatever it is coming at you, whether it's a saber-toothed tiger, a dinosaur, or this person who always bothers you, who always makes you feel like shit, who always, you know, challenges you, who tells you stupid jokes at holiday parties or like, you know, ogles your body, makes you feel like they're sexually harassed or, you know, that they're a dangerous person. So that's one of the reasons why I would love for you guys to start journaling and paying attention to the people in your life that you have trouble with. And not from a space of like, oh, well, I had better write that down. It's more from a space of, okay, well, if I'm going to change things, I need to have a full spectrum, a full spectrum experience on what the heck these people are saying to me, how these people are approaching me so that I know what I can change. Because it's about you. It's about your experience on this planet. Those people don't even really matter, except for they keep having a starring role in your TV show called Your Life. And so the more you invite them in, the more you continue to cast them on future episodes of UTV, the more 
I really would love for you to have a full spectrum experience and actually know, like, what's this person's role in my life? What do I keep inviting them into? And because if you don't know what you keep inviting them into, then you actually can't change it. If you're just like, oh, I never know what this person's going to do next, what you're actually doing is you're negating your own awareness of what they're going to do next. You know, if your heart is starting to palpitate, you know, if you can feel sort of squishy or squished when they come around, you are in fight or flight, my dear. And you actually do know what they're going to do next. You do know. And this is how you have actually have access to it. So I'm going to roll you over to the next tool, which I call Buddhist beginner's mind. And so, you know, everything you wrote in your book about them, you know, you do know what the history of how they behave is, but you also know the history of all of your reactions to that person, all of the reactions, all of the altercations, all of the times where you were just like, oh my God, if I see that person one more time, and like, what if you work with them? I used to work with these people and, you know, like two, three, four times a week, they would come into the office and basically just stink it up with their energy. I'd be like, I'm so sensitive. I'm like, oh, I know who's at work now. <laughs> so do know that you do know how they're going to behave and you do know likely what your reaction is even. And so a reaction, like even have a look at that word reaction. You've done this action before. It's a reaction. <laughs> what if you could have a proaction? What if you could be proactive about people who lie to you, people who treat you like crap? Or, you know, maybe you could even be proactive about how you feel about these people. What would that be like to be completely proactive about how you feel about people? That would be so freaking cool, wouldn't it? Anyways, so the beginner's mind, the Buddhist beginner's mind, is, you know, it's not erasing everything that these people have done or said or your reactions. And it's not erasing, you know, all the dumb stuff that you've done. It's like, okay, well, I'm just going to draw a line in the sand and I'm going to step over it. And I'm going to be like, okay, well, everything back there, just stay back there. And I'm going to gently move forward into Buddhist beginner's mind. And so one of the really great things that you can do is to ask yourself, well, how do I want to feel? How do I want to feel on any given day? You know, I just, I love that conversation. Like, what's your favorite feeling? You know, one of mine is like wonderment. Another one is like limitless living. Remember that movie with the... Uh, Bradley Cooper, was it called Limitless? Anyways, where he takes the pill and then he can just do everything. Oh, so funny. Like, what if you could have that? What if you could just say, okay, well, now I'm going to take the pill that allows me to have everything. Well, here's the pill. It's called Buddhist beginner's mind. You know, you can even ask, okay, well, if I wasn't me, 
if it wasn't me or the person that I define as me, how would I behave now? What would my proaction be in this situation with this person? You know, do I even actually want to be around these people? Do I just choose differently for me? Do I choose differently for me? You know, it's so funny. I've been having conversations with people lately where they're like, um, actually, I can't be around my mom. I figured it out. I can't be around my mom or I can't be around my dad or I can't be around my siblings because the person that I turn into when I'm around them, I hate. <laughs> and I'm like, yay, yay. I'm so glad for you that you figured that out. You know, when they kind of look at me like a sheepish you know, like a dog that's waiting for a smack. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to give you a smack. I'm going to give you a high freaking five for you to figure out that you can't be around these people. The person that you are when you're around these people isn't a person that you actually like. So if you don't like that person, then you can step over that line in the sand and be like, well, how do I feel when I enjoy who I'm being? How do I feel when I enjoy who I'm being? You know, for me, I feel satisfied. I feel mastery. I feel jacked. I feel like turn on. I feel actual turn on when I enjoy who I'm being. You know, it's like all my lights are on. All my lights are on in my body when I enjoy who I'm being. And it's so interesting. The more I enjoy who I'm being in my life, the more business just becomes completely easy. People are like, I enjoy you enjoying who you're being. I want to talk to you. I need more of that. And so for you, dear listener, who are you when you're enjoying who you're being? How does your body feel? You know, like what's going on in your brain when you're enjoying feeling how you're feeling? You know, probably not a whole lot. You know, maybe your heart feels full. You know, maybe your spine is straighter. You know, you kind of have your like little, you kind of like a, a little chicken, like your little tail is, is sticking out again. You're not like tucked under afraid that you're going to get a, you know, a psychic or a verbal smack from people. You know, I really think that the world needs more of that. And that's why we're having this conversation. I do not agree that toxic people have permission to do that to you. They certainly do not have permission to do that to me. And there are people that I've had to be like, mm, no, sorry, bye. And it's so interesting, you know, like um, I probably say this on every episode, but I never recommend medicine to people that I've never tried myself. And so for me, I had to be like, no, no, I don't. I don't agree to you. I'm so funny. My grandma, my little grandma used to send me these amazing poison pen letters telling me all of the things that I was doing wrong in my life. 
my God, it was awesome. You know, now that I've processed it, I think it's just freaking awesome that she had the audacity to tell me what I should do with my life. It's so fucking funny. Oops, I'm probably not supposed to swear on the radio. So anyways, yeah, that's the thing, you guys. It's just like most of how people are behaving has absolutely nothing, nothing to do with you. <laughs> they're playing you're just like cast on their tv show called their life and you know they're going to project onto you whatever it is that they think that you should not be doing you know they're going to project on you that they can do whatever the hell they want with you you know especially if we get into narcissistic behavior um which oh my goodness you know i mean there's so much about narcissism um, I do have an expert that I can refer you to. So if you are dealing with narcissistic behavior, I do have an expert. So if you're like, yeah, I am dealing with narcissistic behavior, then do reach out to me. Um, but what I do know about narcissists is their world is so contained that when you come into it, you are automatically perceived as a threat even if you are a family member of someone who is a narcissist, everything that you do and be, you know, can be perceived as a threat. And it's not, they don't have a middle zone of threat. They go from no threat to threat. There's no middle zone for a narcissistic person. They're like, okay, this person's okay. This person's trying to kill me. <laughs> So they're going to do whatever they need to do in order to be able to uh, just do whatever they need to do to get what they want. And so if they're saying, I'm sorry to you, there's I'm sorry is mostly just I'm sorry uh, that you caught me doing what it is that I need to do in order to be able to have what I need to have. And so I hear we're going to the break now. This is Jennifer Kramer Lewis and on Big Fat Lies. And after the break, I am going to give you my number one tool to deal with offensive people. And so if you're heading into the holiday season and you're like, oh my God, I don't want to see that offensive person that I have to see every year that asks me really gross things or you know, just is really a horrible person, you're going to want to come back after the break. This is Jennifer Kramer Lewis, and you are listening to Big Fat Lies. See you after the break. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com 
or send a question or comment to Jennifer at JenniferKramerLewis.com. Oh my goodness. Can you believe it, you guys? We are already halfway through the show. <laughs> oh, I knew this was going to be such a juicy topic. And so before the break, I was actually talking about narcissists and narcissistic behavior. And narcissists in most cases have had a hugely traumatic childhood. Uh, and they have most likely PTSD and a lot of... Um, yeah, a lot of not great things have happened to them, which causes them to be who they are. However, that said, if you are not a medical professional and you are not actively treating them, none of that has much to do with you. One of the things that you do have to realize is that these people are very compartmentalized. They go from no threat to I have to kill you so that I can get what I want. And so if you're dealing with someone like that, or you, uh, you know, you look up narcissistic behavior disorder and you're like, yep, 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 yep. Uh, do reach out to me. I have a referral for you of um, someone that I trust implicitly that I would love to refer you to. Um, because it's actually not your deal, guys to deal with people like that. It's so funny. Um, uh, I have narcissistic people in my life and um, how I deal with them now is so much different than how I dealt with them 10 years ago and how I dealt with them 20 years ago and how I dealt with them 30 years ago. And um, someone like me who's able to, you know, see the nuances and, you know, facilitate their life uh, is very valuable to a narcissistic person. So there's a narcissist empath uh, delicious plug-in. And so if you are attracting narcissistic people and you are a naturally empathic person, um, then just know you're really great for them and they would love to plug into you. And so you're going to have to figure it out for yourself. How do you want to feel? You know, do you want to feel like you've done something wrong? Do you want to feel like you better facilitate this person's life or you're in trouble? Because that's what's going to happen with these toxic people. You know, are they the type of people that come in and stink up a room? And is that something that you even want in your life? Because you always have a choice. You know, I remember a long time ago, when I first heard that you always have a choice, um, it was funny. I didn't feel like I did have a choice. The person that was saying, you know, you always have a choice was like a multimillionaire. And I was like, oh, well, you have millionaire choices, you know, thanks, but no thanks. I, you know, my choices are very limited or at least I thought so at the time. And so how do you know that you are choosing for you? Well, does it make you feel like free? Does it make you feel like you're like untethering yourself from the people that you are not choosing against? Because we're not talking about a series of 182 degrees turns. Do you guys get what I mean? 
you know, it's like, oh, well, that didn't work for me. So I'm going to do the exact opposite with a twist. That's what I call the series of 182 degree turns. So that never works because that's not actually a choice. That's a reaction. And so if you're in the proactive space, what you can do is you can start to be like, wow, does this actually make me feel satisfied? Is the future of this choice going to make me feel satisfied? Like I'm getting what I want, like I'm moving ahead in my world. Or is it like limitless? Or is it like wonderment? Or is it like to to be valued or cherished? You know, do these choices add to me feeling more of that is a great question. And if you get no, but you have absolutely no idea to how to get to the choices that allow you to have a yes, then that's when you need to really start working with someone. And I mean, it might be me, it might be someone else. And so you're going to have to start gut checking and, um, you know, we'll probably have a big fat lies show about it. Uh, it's not soon. It might be not this next week. We might throw it in the calendar before Christmas. But, you know, a lot of people tell themselves that they can't afford to have someone help them. They can't afford to have mentorship or coaching. They can't afford to have a therapist. Oh, it's not covered under my medical. I don't have extended medical. Well, Here's the thing, in just about every country in the world, you are allowed to have, if you have a business, you're allowed to hire a consultant to help you. And so let's have a look at the future of not affording these choices. Do you want to feel like crap for the next 20 years of your life, the next 30 years of your life, the next 50 years of your life, playing bumper cars with people who say, well, I'm sorry. Like they don't know what you want. You know, even if it's your partner or your kids, you're like, wow, there's got to be a better way of navigating this. And there's got to be a better way of navigating that that's intrinsic to you. Does that make sense, you guys? You are as individual as your fingerprints. Your body graph doesn't look like anybody else's body graph. Um, Even I think you know, twins from minute to minute, their body graph can change. And so your body graph's not going to look like anyone else's and your unique experiences in your lifetime are not like anybody else's. You know, two people going through the exact same circumstances will have different uh, reports on the situation, different trauma showing up in their body. So, you know, supporting yourself, like hiring a coach, the very first time that I hired a coach to work with me, you know, I've I've always been great at like taking courses. I've always been really great at taking courses. I'm like, okay, well, uh, I want to learn how to do that thing. I want to learn how to do social media, or I want to learn how to do, you know, all web pages, or I'm going to, you know, learn this thing and that thing. And uh, I started working with a mentor um, who's really brilliant. And, you know, I was probably, you know, a D student with her at the beginning. And now I'm actually some of her stuff I'm licensed to use. And uh, I'm sure she probably never would have offered that to me if I was still a D student. So, um, yeah, just think about the future. You know, do I want to feel like this 10 years from now is a really, really great question to ask yourself, especially when you start looking 
at your little journal and not to make you feel shitty, but, you know, keep writing in that maybe even, you know, plan on three months or six months or even a whole year of being brutally honest with yourself about the stuff that happens to you on a daily basis that you do not consent to. You're like, well, bleak, what do I do now? Well, in most cases, there's someone who's a complete expert in what it is that you need help with. And always be um, very curious about where you show up and what you listen to and who has conversations with you. Be very, very curious. Because in a lot of cases, if you've met this person, you're supposed to meet them. If you're sitting here listening to me, you're actually supposed to meet me. So whether you make that five years from now or five minutes from now, it'll be completely up to you, right? <laughs> so another tool that I want to share with you guys that I think is probably the most valuable tool. And, you know, I'm going to teach it every day. Uh, to clients who haven't heard it is something called what makes you say that? 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 You might actually have to practice it in the mirror. I remember back in the day, um, I have such an interesting resume. Okay, so when I was really quite young, I was 22 years old. Uh, I um, I was working at a bank and then I went and got my real estate license and I'm kind of like real estate royalty. My grandpa owned a real estate company and a bunch of my different family members have done quite well in real estate. And I've had real estate as sort of a segment of my career um, up until I started doing business coaching. And uh, we used to have these tapes in the car. And I remember, you know, listening to Brian Tracy and Mike Ferry and um, even Zig Ziglar. And this lady, I can't even remember who she was, but she was from the South. And she taught me this question, what makes you say that, she said. And so that's what you can say to people who are asking stuff that's none of their business or challenging you on your life choices, or saying, I'm sorry, when you know perfectly well that they're not sorry. So when the energy doesn't match the situation, and you want people to take a step back from you, what you can do, you might have to practice in the mirror. I practiced this tons in the mirror before I dared let what makes you say that out onto the world. Uh, but now I'm become quite an expert. I learned that what makes you say that I was probably 20 years, 23, 24 years old, something like that. And so I've been practicing it, you know, for a little while. <laughs> it's such a great question. And I taught it to my kids so freaking early. I'm like, if I tell you to do something or I say something to you that you need more information on or you're like, you know, you're kind of like, oh, mom, what you can say to me and you can definitely say it to other people is what makes you say that? 
And so what happens with what makes you say that is that people have to actually go and find out what makes them say that. They actually have to go right into their own brain and their own, you know, sensibility to find out why the hell they want to have that conversation with you. (laughs) You're like, what makes you say that? And then um, it's so funny. uh, This lady, um, my husband used to play uh, men's slow pitch. And so um, uh, this woman worked in the canteen where you got like chips and hot dogs and all of that kind of stuff. And so this woman was like, I've never seen you before. Who's your parent? And my son, I think must have been like 11 or something like that. Maybe 10. He said to her, oh, what makes you say that? Or what makes you ask that? And she thought that was the rudest thing that she had ever heard before. No one had ever challenged her on just like barfing out stuff at people. Like it was really none of her business who my son's parent was and whether or not he belonged at the ballpark. I mean, he could have been like walking across the ballpark on his way home from something. You know, it was a public place. He was allowed to be there. So imagine if you gave yourself permission to ask people, oh, what makes you say that? (laughs) So my producer tells me we are heading into a break. And so you're going to want to stay tuned uh, because I'm going to give you phase two of what makes you say that and what you can say next to make sure that people are actually conscious of the conversations that they're having with you. And so you can start to take charge of what needs taking charge of and what needs changing. And so thank you so much for listening. I know that there's a bunch of different people you could be listening to right now or watching. And so I'm so grateful that you've tuned in today to Big Fat Lies. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis, and we'll see you after the break. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that. How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to jennifer at jenniferkramerlewis.com. All right. Oh my goodness, you guys, can you believe it? We are three quarters of the way through the show. Now, before we get started with phase two of what makes you say that, I have a couple of things that I want to invite you to. One is please join me in the live studio audience. Ask any questions that you would like. Hang out with me, play along. You know, there's so much, so much that we could talk about. So if you had joined me today in the live studio audience, you could have, you know, asked a question, typed it out, or you could have actually been. Um, asking me a question live and would that change your life would that be fun for you (laughs) 
be fun for me. Oh my goodness. So you jump into the chat room at Inspired Choices Network and uh, then my show producer will usher you into the live studio audience and you can ask the question out loud or you can ask the question by typing it. That would be super fun for me. And so the next invitation that I have for you is I have a week-long event coming up in my group. I have a group called the Joyful Entrepreneur, and you can find that at community.jenniferkramerlewis.com, the Joyful Entrepreneur at community.jenniferkramerlewis.com. And my week-long event is about how to plan your week for productivity, possibility, passion, and profit. And so why do I want you to be able to plan your week? Well, it's time for people like you to start to have traction. It's time for people like you to have time in their true passion. And my personal point of view is that if you have a talent, if you know how to sing, if you know how to paint, if you know how to play the piano and you're really quite excellent at it, and you're working in a job you freaking hate, there may be a way for you to make even more money doing the things that you're freaking excellent at. I would bet there is. And so this, um, this week-long event that I'm having inside my group, uh, you can either show up live uh, when I'm facilitating, or you can just listen to the recordings and get the information. I'm going to be facilitating something called the Audacious Ask System. And this is a tool that I created for a specific client of mine that I use for myself so that I always know what projects that I should be working on because I have a dozen things in my head at the same time all the time. And so if you're like me, you kind of get confused, you wonder where you can get traction, then you might want to show up for this week-long event. It's starting on December 14th. So if you want to know more about the event specifically, you can go to event.jenniferkramerlewis.com and get more information about how to plan your week for passion, productivity, possibility and profit. I want to see you over there. So before the break, I promised you that I would give you the 2.0 of what makes you say that. And so if you're just joining me, um, you're going to have to find the scroll back if you're listening to the recording. And if you're just joining me, you're going to want to listen to the recording or watch the TV episode. Uh, to find out what I was talking about. So what makes you say that is the question that you ask people when they're asking for something that's none of their business. Or maybe they're apologizing to you and you're like, well, what makes you say that? And they're like, well, I was just saying I was sorry to you. And you're like, yeah, what makes you say that? And then they're like, oh, well, that response, I used to be able to get away with it. <laughs> I'm sorry is a complete sentence you're like oh okay is it and then you get to have a conversation and, and it can be so playful like once you get over the shock of being able to ask somebody what makes you say that it can be completely playful and here's the 2.0 the 2.0 of the conversation is when they come back they're like 
give you whatever their response is. And then when you, what you can say is, oh, in what fashion, in what way? You're gonna have to practice in the, in the mirror. But when somebody says, oh, I'm sorry, and you're like, oh, what makes you say that? And they're like, oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm just sorry. And then you can say, oh, in what fashion? And then they have to qualify how sorry they are. Isn't that funny? It's so funny. This is such a great facilitation. And I give this to anybody that will hold still long enough. Because in most cases, people are so unconscious about their reactions. And, you know, including you, including me, they're just completely unconscious about what their reactions are. And so in order to be able to take charge of what needs to change, one of the things that needs to change is one, you have to start journaling this stuff, you guys, so that you are aware of what people say, what people do, because there's a part of your brain that's protecting you from trauma. And so if you have evidence that these people are treating you like crap, then it's more likely that you will start to change it rather than sloughing it off or brushing it off or shaking it off. You know, you can, however, it doesn't change anything. It perpetuates the myth that your life is going to change. So the next thing that I would love for you to do is to start to approach things with Buddhist beginner's mind. Okay, way back there, yesterday or five minutes ago, this is how I would normally react to this situation. Now I've drawn a line in the sand and I've stepped over it and I've asked myself, how do I want to feel? What conversations do I want to start having with people? How much more fun do I want to have? And is it even possible with these people? If I stop reacting to them, what will be my proactive solution for me, just for me? And then what makes you say that? <laughs> then the gift is you get a little space. You get to actually point it out to people that whatever they're asking you for or whatever they want from you, they don't automatically get to have that. They just don't. And oh my goodness, the new generations coming up, my kids know perfectly well that, you know, they get to ask what makes you say that? And oh, in what fashion? Or oh, in what way? Or tell me more about that. And yeah, it changes things. My kids actually know how to take charge of a situation and change it. And so, you know, if you're my age, and you're dealing with this new young generation, they actually are learning a lot about how to change their lives. And so it might be time for all of us to level up and to start to ask questions about how to change their life and your life and my life. So if that's something that I can do for you, please reach out. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis and you have been listening to Big Fat Lives. Thank you for listening to Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
Until next week, Jennifer invites you to laugh at limitation and live life delightfully.